Welcome to Fathers of the Faith for Covenant Kids, where we look back on the church fathers who raised the ramparts which defend our faith to present day. This episode, we are learning about Charles Spurgeon. You might be familiar with him as being a famous hymnist and for being an author of many different books, including a morning and evening devotional. Let's take a closer look, shall we? My name is Grant, and joined with me is my beautiful wife, Erica. Hello, everyone. The biggest and oldest sapling, Lila. Hey, y'all. She's only the biggest for a little while longer. Eddie's catching up. Uh Uh-huh. He's seven now. (laughs) So that's Eddie, the middlest sapling. Say hi. Hello. And the smallest little sapling, Nora. Hi. Nora, it's your birthday this week. (gasps) It is? Did you know that? No. You're going to be 50 years old. 50? That's older than mommy. She's shaking her head. How old? Five. You're going to be five? Wow. You were just two yesterday. Oh, that's right. You're silly. All right. So let's learn about Charles Spurgeon, shall we? Yeah. He was born in 1834. So that was almost 200 years ago. And he was born in Essex, England. England. Ooh. Ooh. So he talked English. He he talked the English language. (laughs) (laughs) Just like us, huh? Yep. So Spurgeon did not grow up in a Christian home. Or if he did, he didn't believe in Jesus, because at 15 years old, because of a great storm, he couldn't make it all the way home, so he wandered into a Methodist chapel. Ooh, what's a Methodist chapel? Basically just like a church. It's like a denomination. Yeah, Methodist is like, it's like Presbyterian, Baptist. He wandered into this Methodist chapel, and he said that God opened his eyes and opened his heart to the gospel, and he was saved when he was in this chapel, when he was 15. Yep, just in high school, right? Mm -hmm. So something remarkable about Spurgeon was that when he was 19, he was called to his first pastorate, which means that's the time that he became a pastor. He was only 19. So young. Very young, right? You've got to be kidding. Nope, I'm serious. And since he got saved, he was preaching sermons and he was teaching Sunday school and he was just serving his church in so many ways that by the time he was 19, they already saw that this man should be a pastor. So he became a pastor Mm at 19? That's pretty cool. And this was called the New Park Street Chapel. And this was a popular chapel for particular Baptists, which are the Calvinist Baptists. Mm -hmm. So we love them. Their legacy was that John Gill and Benjamin Keach were pastors of this chapel too. And those were very popular Puritan Baptists during the 16 and 1700s on into the 1800s when Spurgeon was there. So Spurgeon was so well known that he drew thousands and thousands of people every single Sunday for their worship service. Isn't that incredible? That is incredible. Yes, it is. His preaching was very powerful, and he was also known to be called one of the last Puritans. One of the greatest things he instituted was his pastor's college. He set up a college for men to go to who believed they were called to be pastors, and Spurgeon would train them to be pastors. And this led to him giving lectures and writing one of his most famous books called Lectures to My Students. And many pastors that go into seminary or into college to train for being a pastor, even today, read that same book. Did you know that? No. So New Park Street Chapel changed their name. They got a new building because God was blessing them with 
so many people, and they named the church then Metropolitan Tabernacle. Spurgeon was the pastor there for 38 years. 38? That's a pretty long time for being a pastor. That's a very long time. Yeah. How long did he live? He lived to be 57 years old. That's pretty young. Well, he had issues just like Calvin and Jonathan Edwards and many others who didn't live long because of sicknesses and ailments. That's one of the blessings of living in today's time is that we have really good doctors who have all different types of medicine and um, ways to heal people. But back then, there really wasn't as much medical knowledge. So a lot of times if you got sick, there wasn't much a doctor could do for you. Spurgeon also instituted a, a boy's orphanage and a girl's orphanage that lasted for decades until the devastation of the of World War I. So Spurgeon had a wonderful influence on England and even a lasting influence today because Mm -hmm. people read his morning and evening devotional. Mm -hmm. We've read it several times and he has several books. All of Grace is a really good one. My dad, actually, that was the first book he read when he became a Christian. Yep. Grandpa Van Brimmer. Grandpa Grandpa Van Brimmer. Funny. Yep. So one of the reasons that Spurgeon was so influential and still is influential is that at that time, a lot of Baptists were not reformed in their beliefs about how you can get saved. A lot of people were thinking that you had to choose to be a Christian and that you could just choose to have God save you. But the reformed view of how we can be saved is that God first loved us and he chose for himself a special little flock of sheep. And so Charles Spurgeon rejected a lot of the common views by other Baptists that you could choose to save yourself and that you know, you could choose to, to just let God in your heart. Instead, he said, no, God has to choose his little sheep. And we proclaim the truth and the Holy Spirit will snatch up those little sheep and change their hearts. <laughs> so he was faithful to biblical doctrine, even when a lot of his contemporaries weren't so strong in their doctrine. So we like Charles Spurgeon a lot. Why do you guys think that Charles Spurgeon is a pretty cool guy to learn about. Because that he knew God, that he knew God could save us. Um, what did you like about Spurgeon? I liked that he um, he taught a college. What was the college for? To train men how to be pastors. Yeah, that's awesome. Lila, what do you like? I like that once he first walked into that Methodist church, he, he was saved. That God used that church service to change his heart, right? Yeah. On a snowy day. (laughs) (laughs) Well, we praise God for the influence on the Church of England through Charles Spurgeon, and we hope you had a great time learning a little bit about him. And if your family is looking for a good devotional, we recommend Morning and Evening by Charles Spurgeon. You can buy it anywhere online. We thank you for listening. We hope that you tune in next week for another episode of Fathers of the Faith for Covenant Kids. See you!